I really, really believe that you are selling yourself short if you do not have support in your corner. And a lot of the time people ask me, Jay, where do you find accountability? Where are you investing in people to invest in you? Like I'm, I'm a really big believer that I want to have people around me that see bigger, see a vision of my life and my potential greater than what I can see for myself. Like I need people to pull me up to their, their level of belief. Great day, great day. You are listening to the Jerisha Said Podcast, episode 58. Having the courage to start your own business and actually sell your consulting services online can be tough. Look, it may not be easy, but it can be simple. In each episode, we take a deep dive into one core growth strategy so you can gain a solid understanding of what's required to serve your clients, sell your services, and scale your consulting business online. All you have to do is listen to what Jerisha said. So if you are ready for a transparent, I'm talking all the way real, edge snatching strategies, grab your castor oil and keep listening. I am your host, former engineer, turned online high ticket sales coach, Jerisha Hawk. So before we get to this episode, I want to give a loyal listener shout out. Y'all are the ride or dies. You listening to this right now are the reason why I continue to create content that uh, my aim and my hope is to provide as much value as possible so you can sell your services, serve your clients, and scale your business. So today's listener shout out goes to Unleash. And here's what they said. Great info. I found out about this podcast because the host attended the 2019 My Taught You Retreat. I am loving this information and I am so glad I subscribed. I run a small business and figuring out advertising and marketing has been a challenge for me. I hope I can use what I'm learning here to grow my business. Unleash, you absolutely will be able to do that. And thank you so much for your kind words and for listening in. Um, if you would like to leave a review, it means the world to me. So make sure that you go on to iTunes, subscribe to this podcast or wherever you listen and leave a review. And I might just give you a shout out on a future episode. So I won't make you wait any longer. Let's dive into the goods. Is anybody else just tired? Like I'm just kind of exhausted. Um, and I think, uh, you know, sometimes you get into these seasons where you're like growing and God is stretching you and you're like having to do new things and try new things and put yourself in new environments. And as you're in the process of being obedient, it's just like it's it, it's tiring. Like I haven't felt tired. And I, I think um, like I was talking about last week, like there's just seasons to your growth, you know, just times and moments where you have to there, you being obedient looks different. And, uh, you know, I think it's just like when you're in these seasons where things are kind of comfortable, right? Like you're kind of doing what feels good, doing what you know your your strengths and your capabilities and your skill set is like currently equipped to do. And then you start to see, um, you know, you start to set out new goals and set out new plans and like you're ready for your business to evolve into a new, uh, to a, to a new level and things and then you really start to think about, okay, if I'm here and I want to get there, what's really required of me to make that happen? And this feeling of like discomfort creeps up, right? Like you start, you know, you're over here scratching the back of your head. Like, I don't know if I really want to do that. This doesn't feel comfortable. Like I have to stretch myself or do things. I have to start operating differently. I need to become a different person. Um, and, and my actions need to look different than how they did before if I want to get to this new level. And that's kind of the season that I'm in right now. Um, I'm definitely in a season of like stretching and growing and it feels uncomfortable. And it's, I mean, it's scary. 
Um, I'm not sure what season you guys are in. Maybe you guys are in a season of comfort where like, you know, you just got done being overly obedient and you just got done being fully stretched. And you're in a season of like, just feeling like I did it. Things were okay. That type of thing. I'm definitely on the other end of this mountain. It's kind of like, I look at it like a bell curve almost like on one side, it's comfort is where you currently are. Things are kind of stable. Um, things are just kind of moving as as is. And then when you get to the top of the curve, the top of the hill is the area of discomfort where you're being, you know, technically where you're being called to. And then on the other end of that hill is is comfort again. And like you're just kind of grateful and thankful and in that headspace. And I'm like at a point where I'm like moving halfway up the hill right now. Like I'm getting I'm on the verge of discomfort um, and I'm feeling it. And. I think a lot of us probably experience that. Like I said, I think all of us experience it at different stages, but it's like learning, like under, it's really a, you know, I'm always talking about how you have to shift your perspective and how your mindset has to evolve as you grow, as you grow as a person, as you grow in your business, like the larger levels of abundance that you want to experience and begin to experience is so much of being able to continue to experience that is internal work and like mindset, mind shifts and perspective changes and you just evolving on a more like internal and, and emotional level and mental level um, more so than like, I need better tactics. I need um, savvier strategies. Like it's really not about that. Like, you know, you need to have the right strategy that you're using to move forward. But like 80% of the game is like the internal and what's going on in your headspace. And I think a lot of the time when we are, you know, we set these ambitious goals and, um, you know, I'm, I've been calling it like holy ambition. I've been not just trying to set the goals that I want for myself, but like really praying and asking God and make it clear, okay, what, what, what new territory do you want me to conquer? Like, what goals do you want me to be setting? Like, I understand where I see myself being, but like, where do you see me going? And when you do ask God for that, be prepared. Because nine times out of 10, 10 times out of 10, he sees something bigger for you than you can even imagine or envision for yourself, right? Like he, when you ask God to expand your territory, I need you to like be, be ready for like war, be ready for battle. Um, mainly because like a lot of the time when I'm thinking in my mind, God expand my territory, I'm only thinking to the boundaries of which I can even imagine, which is like chump, like that's like chump change. Like that's like super small in comparison to what he has for me. And as uh, over the past few weeks, I have been praying very intentionally about trying to understand, okay, what does an expanded territory look like for me? Not based on what I believe it to be, but God, what based off of what you see it for me. And, um, a young thug is feeling stretched y'all and it's because i am being stretched it's because like you know when you ask god for something and you plead to him for something and you go to him with a humble heart just get ready like be be ready for what you're praying for and that's the season i'm in right now i think that's why i'm tired like i think when i say tired i'm not like sleepy like i've been getting you know eight hours of rest every night like i'm not sleepy but my body is like it's having to exert more energy in areas that used to be comfortable for me, right? Like I, I'm exerting more energy and exerting more effort in a space that is stretching me and growing me and pulling me. And 
I don't even know what I'm like. I don't, I don't think I have a moral to the story right now. I think it's, well, I guess there is like a point. I think the point is, is all of us experience discomfort. And a lot of the time, um, if your perspective is not in the right direction, you will view that discomfort as a bad thing. Like a lot of the time people use like, oh, this doesn't feel good, red flag, or uh, this feels scary, red flag, or um, I don't know, like that makes me uncomfortable, red flag. And in actuality, none of those things are red flags, like the discomfort, the fear that does creep up, the overwhelm that may, you may start to be feeling that's in, in alignment with what, you know, with the expanded territory, like those are really good signs because growth only takes place on the other side of those things. And honestly, if you're praying and you're asking God to expand your territory, to allow you to experience things at a greater level than what your current reality is, like, just know that discomfort comes with that. Like, and discomfort is on the edge of what your current comfort boundaries are. Like the abundance is on the boundaries of what your current comfort level is. I think that's the right way to say it. So it's just a decision, right? Like at, at that point, now that you know what's required, it's just a decision of, okay, do I want to stay where I'm at right now? Do I want to remain comfortable? Do I want to remain like in my sweet spot of what feels safe every day? Or do I want to truly experience the abundance that God has for me? And it's just a, it's just a decision. And I think the beautiful thing that I'm learning in my journey with like, developing my relationship with God and understanding who he is and understanding what my identity is in him is that he shows so much grace and that like, he's always there for you. And like, he's always there loving you. But I think too, it's like, it's just a decision. Like he gives us free will. Like he could, you know, force all of our, like everything that he wants on us, like for us on us, but he doesn't, he allows us to choose. And that's why I'm such a big advocate of transparency being one of my core values. Because when I say transparency, I just mean being transparent in the sense of understanding what's required to get a specific result. And as I'm going through my spiritual journey now and like learning more about the word, and especially when it comes to like, okay, God, what does abundance look like on a holy ambition level? What does, like, what are your desires for the territory that you really see me having? I'm starting to understand that like what's required for me to experience the abundance that God has for me is like, bruh, it's a lot of discomfort. It is radical faith. It is um, like extreme obedience. And I would also say like singular focus is something that's coming to mind a lot for me. And I'm getting a lot of like reminders about how, how important it is for us to have singular focus um, and singular focus, like, I think it's like a multidimensional thing, like singular focus on making sure that we're not only focused on what we want in the flesh, that, but that we are focused on what he wants for us and being able to connect like what's happening in the spiritual kingdom realm to what's happening here in the natural and in the flesh and make like, cause a lot of the time it's like, okay, God in the spirit, in the kingdom world, I'm ready for the abundance that you have for me. And then he's like, okay, this is what's required for you to, to achieve that on the natural world. And we like, nah, bruh, I ain't trying to do that, God. <laughs> like, you want me to be vulnerable? You want me to be transparent? You want me to move differently than I have been doing? You want me to invest differently in myself than I have been? Like, this is what's required for me to get there. I don't know if I want it in the natural. 
And it's, 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 I don't know. It's just, it's this, it's this tango for me. It's like, it, for me right now, it feels like a dance, but that's what it feels like for me right now. Like, I'm like, I'm with him. And then I'm like taking a step back and then like, he's leading me back forward. And right now I feel like I'm in a, I feel like I'm in a dance. Cause like, I'd be ready, but then I'd be like, look, I don't know, man. I don't know. Where, where is it? Um, Guys, you know, I'm still on my, my, I'm still learning. Like one, one of my goals this year has been to understand what it means to be co-heirs with Christ and what it, I really want to learn to understand what it means, what my identity in Christ is and what that actually means. Um, so that's been what my, like one of my aims, that's like literally on my goal board. That's on my vision board this year, because even though I, I, I don't know, I just think it's a journey. I know for me, it's a journey. Like I'm still, I'm still referencing the table of contents in the Bible. Cause I do not know where, the, I don't know where people's names are. I still be pronouncing people's names wrong. Like I'm still learning, but there's one scripture that I read. Um, and I can't remember where it is. So if you're listening to this, pop in the comments, if you do know where, what scripture this is. Um, but where he's like saying, I believe, but help my disbelief. That is a constant prayer because it's like, I believe that God has so much abundance for me. I believe that God has so much abundance for you. Like if you're listening to this right now, like God has so much in store for you. Like you have such an unlimited territory that's available to you. And then there's just, there's like heightened levels of abundance that he is just craving to give to you. But something is required of us before he gives it. One, we have to ask for it. Right. We have to ask for it. There's so many like things I think like, why, why am I like, if you're somebody right now who's like struggling in their business or you're not generating the revenue that you want to be seeing consistently, it's like so many of the principles are parallel. Like if we want the blessing from God, the first thing we have to do is ask for it. And we have to ask him for it. Like, I think he, you know, a lot of what I'm learning right now, a lot of it comes from, you have to ask for it. And then you have to be able to take a step on, take a step of faith before he shows you the blessing. Like you have to be in motion before, like he's already making things, making arrangements, but you have to be obedient. You have to move. And so much of that is true in business. Like you have to believe in your idea and believe in the business and believe in the, in the service that you're selling so much that you're willing to go live and nobody show up but you still show up and go live again tomorrow that like you're create, like you're working on your business and like doing what's required for you to lay a solid foundation before the money comes in. Like you have to show that act of faith and that act of obedience and you have to ask for the sale. Like so many of us like, well, I'm going to wait until I get a client before I go all in on my business. But it's like, if you never build the thing, if you never make the ask, like how are you ever going to get the client? Like, Jay, I don't want to sell my services. I'm going to just wait until like I was literally having a conversation with somebody um, about a week ago about this. And they were like, Jay, I'm going to just wait until I, I don't know if this business idea is going to work. So I'm going to wait until I get a client first. Like, I'm going to wait until I get the money first before I decide to like really commit and like invest in myself. And I was like, hmm. Help me understand that because like Howard, that's like, that's like Crow, that's like Target saying, I'm going to wait for somebody to buy a really pretty journal before we open the store. Like before we build the store, I have to, somebody has to buy my product before I build the store. And I'm just like, but how is somebody ever going to buy the product or buy, hire you as a service if your business isn't open? It's, but that's just fear. Like that is fear saying like, I, so I think a lot of the time, so much of it is parallel 
like, even though I'm at a point now where I know that I know how to sell, I'm, you know, my business is more like fully supporting my lifestyle. My business is allowing me to support other families' lifestyles, meaning the people that we I get to hire and I that are on my team. But there, I still have that. Like, I still feel that. Like, as I'm looking at, okay, this is where we're at right now. These are the results we've been able to get right now. What would the next level look like? Like, what would it look like for us to double our impact? What would it look like for us to triple the amount of people and the amount of students that we support? Like, what would it look like? What would it look like that instead of, you know, we've been able to help about 150 students create and sell their first four-figure service. What would it look like if we were helping 500 people create and sell and enroll high-ticket clients? Like, what would that look like? What would it look like even beyond helping people build the necessary tools they need to replace their salary? What would it look like if we were helping 100 people make their first 100K? Like, and as I'm starting to think about, you know, and that's just where my mind, like my capacity is. Cause I'm like, if we, you know, one of my goals is to be able to give away a million dollars by the time that I'm 30, time is ticking. And I'm like, okay. And I had a huge, like um, a vision, like a, like a revelation um, a couple of weeks ago where I'm like, okay, what if that goal is still true? But what if that million dollars isn't coming just through me? What if it's like, I'm just a vessel, I'm just a funnel where I'm teaching or I'm equipping other people to get the skills that they need so they can make the money to get to that million dollars. So what if it looked like we're, you know, we're helping like a thousand people make a thousand bucks or helping, um, I feel like my math is off right now, but you get the point. What if I'm helping a hundred people make a hundred thousand dollars? Like, what if that's the way for me to get there? And like that scared the crap out of me. Cause that means that we have to be operating, Team Hawk has to be operating. I have to be operating at a different level than what I'm currently operating. And that also means that there's just, I don't know, like, do you guys get what I'm saying though? And it's just like, um, I'm in that season two right now where it's like, I want to see the blessing before I'm willing to be obedient. (laughs) I mean, if I'm being completely honest, this is just me being like a hundred percent real. I'm like, can I just have the blessing before I do the work? Like, can I have the blessing before I have to be a thousand percent obedient? Like, can I see, like, I can see it in my mind. It's just like, okay, now what's required for me to get there? Like that, like, it's, it's just kind of scary. Like it's just, it's uncomfortable. It's like, well, I know how to operate where I am right now. Like I know how, I know how to handle, you know, a hundred students in a year. Like our processes are solid. Like if you come in to services that sell, there's so much stuff that's running on clockwork. But like, if we were to expand, expand the amount of students that we touch and really expand that ripple effect that we're able to have, that means we have to be different. That means our team has to be operating differently. That means I have to become a different leader. My focus has to evolve and has to shift. And <sighs> deep sigh, um, right? And I think like you're you're probably in a similar boat. Like whether whatever that is for you, you do you feel a calling on your life? Like do you feel a calling for you to show up and operate at a higher capacity than you are right now? Do you, do you feel that? Like, am I alone in this? Is this just, it's just, is this just me in this season? Like, do you feel this desire to say, you know what? I'm not going all in. I'm not giving my all. I know that, that there is more that I'm supposed to be experiencing. There's more that I'm supposed to be contributing, but there's like, but comma, dot, dot, dot. Right. I know for me, like I look at, I, I, I'm really big on creating an evidence list, an evidence list. So pull out your pen and paper 
This is definitely something I recommend that you do. Anytime I'm at a, at a point in my life where I'm feeling uncomfortable, where I'm feeling like, okay, I'm, I'm going up this hill, like going from comfort to discomfort. And I'm, and I'm at a point where I'm like, okay, this is what's required of me. This is what I believe is required of me at the next level. This is where I need to be. I, and then I'm like, well, I can't do that. I don't, I can't do that. Like that's too scary. That investment number is too big. Like I can't move like that. I make an evidence list and I literally will document, okay, where in my past have I been able to do this and have I been able to conquer? So um, like, for example, I'm at definitely at a a season right now where like intentional investments, I really, really believe intentional investments need to be made for me to get to the next level. Meaning, um, you know, the coaching program that that I'm in right now ends in two or three months. So it's like, okay, where do I need to be making my next investment to make like in and who's going to be coaching me? Um, I'm like, I think receiving coaching and having like having support is a non-negotiable for me and my business. Um, But the investment level, I feel like the larger you grow, the bigger the investments get because the mistakes cost more, the higher you grow. Right. Like the mistakes cost more money the mistakes cost more time Um, that quite frankly, for me, I like to hedge the bet. And it's like, I would rather set myself up for success um, and avoid like a, you know, a costly uh, mistake um, by making sure that I have the right coaching and have the right support on my team. So I'm looking right now, okay, saying what does the next level of mentorship that I need to receive look like? Who does that? It's not a matter of if I'm going to do it, like no matter what I have to do it. Right. Like I I really, really believe that you are selling yourself short if you do not have support in your corner. And a lot of the time people ask me, Jay, where do you find accountability? Um, Where are you are? You know, where are you investing in people to invest in you? Like I'm I'm a really big believer that I want to have people around me that see bigger, like see a vision of my life and my potential greater than what I can see for myself. Like I need people to pull me up to their, their level of belief. This episode was brought to you by my premium program, Services That Sell 2.0. Listen, running your own business comes with a lot of challenges. Converting clients does not need to be one of them. Creating content using live video will guarantee that you stand out from your competition. And packaging a high-ticket signature service ensures that you attract those high-end clients. You know, the ones who are ready to invest and eager to do the work. I created a masterclass training sharing the proven framework that hundreds of coaches and consultants have used to grow an audience of qualified leads rather than a list of lurkers. Visit jerishahawk.com backslash workshop to register for my next training on how to enroll high ticket clients consistently. Learn the proven strategy and simple process I teach inside of my premium program, Services That Sell 2.0. And let me tell you, it really does work. Visit jerishahawk.com backslash workshop today. I don't want a bunch of people who are around me who just co-sign my ideas all the time or are shortcoming my ideas all the time. Like I have big goals and big dreams and big aspirations. I need to be around people who also think abundantly and who think without like limits and who are able to say, mm, you're playing yourself too small, add a zero to that. You know, you're you're selling yourself short. You need to add a couple more commas. Or like, why are, like I need people to call me out on my BS when I'm, because I'm human. And like, as you're growing and stretching, you can't see your own blind spots, right? So like, um, I'm a really big fan of Grey's Anatomy. 
Um, but you guys may have heard of McDreamy. Derek, he's like the best surgeon at like the breast, the best brain surgeon at Grey's Anatomy. Like he's a beast, right? But even him, even though he was the best surgeon in that hospital, when he got injured, you can't do surgery on yourself. You cannot do surgery on yourself. So even if you're the GOAT, okay, even if you're Kobe, even if you're like you're McDreamy and you're Derek from Grey's Anatomy, you are the absolute best in your sp- in your space and in your field, you still can't do surgery on yourself. I don't care how good you are. Like, ain't no way Derek is going to do brain surgery on himself or he's going to do surgery on his bullet wound or whatever. So like, I think the same is true for you and your business. You can't do surgery on yourself. You can't see your blind spots. So it's so important for you to have a team around you, to have other experts around you. So I'm at a point right now where the coaching program that I'm in I'm in a mastermind and I'm in a coaching program and, and I typically I'm in like two or three levels of support at a time at various stages throughout the year. At least that's what it's looked like for me so far over the past two years of being in business is, um, and I know a lot of time people were saying, well, I need to finish one program before I start another. And I'm a really big advocate on if you've had that program or you've invested in a course and you've had that for three, four, five, six months, and you still haven't implemented all of it, there's a disconnect. There is a disconnect that a lot of the time, it's not just about finding the material. It's not just about, okay, this is what I need to learn. That's part of it. But the other part of it is you need to be learning from a teacher that you have alignment with. And I think this is such, I wish people talked about this aspect more, um, but that is such a critical component of your ability to be able to execute consistently. If you enroll in a program, one, you need to know yourself. You need to know the type of support that you need and you need to know the type of support that you're willing to invest in. So nine times out of 10, if you have more direct access to the creator of whatever program you're investing in, the price point will be higher. So sometimes your budget will dictate what is available to you um, or will be a, a factor in regards to the type of support that might be available to you. But also the other caveat is you need, a, you need to have a trusted source that you want to go learn the information from. So that's really important. Um, so you need to know that they're capable of not just getting the results for themselves, but they're able to depart their, their brain and be able to teach it in a way where somebody else can get the result. That is huge. So this is why I'm a really big fan of making sure like when you're looking for investments, whether it's a coach, a coaching program or whatever, do they have a framework? You do not want to just be hiring the personality behind the brand. You want to be investing in the process, their their methodology, their framework they have been able to document. Um, That is the most important thing. Um, Nine times out of 10. I'd say for most people who are listening to this right now, that is the most important. That's one a huge, huge factor that you want to be considering when you're making investments. So you need to make sure that they have a proven process. They have a proven methodology. They have a proven framework that... When you hire them, you know this is what step one, step two, step three, step four. And when you implement these these growth assignments or these things, this is the expected outcome and the expected result. And that's very clear and that's very plain. Okay. Second thing is now that you know somebody who has a process that is trusted, that they get um, consistent results on, you need to make sure that you believe in the person that's doing the teaching, that you believe like, that your values align. Because I know for me, I made... And expense, I don't want to call it a mistake, but I had it was an expensive lesson. Like it was a five figure investment, a five figure investment. It was more than ten thousand dollars. 
And it was a, it was a five, it was a, I don't know, about 11 or $12,000 lesson that I learned. Um, Cause I invested in somebody who was able to get results, who's got tremendous results for themselves. They've been able to package their process in a way that gets amazing results for other people. The disconnect was I did not, our core values were not aligned. The person that I had invested with, um, it was a group coaching program. The person that I had invested with, my core values did not align with theirs. The, and, and I think this is important, is the they were able to grow their business very fast. They're able to help other people grow their business very fast. But the, like the way in which they're growing their business, I did not want to replicate. Like, even though they were making a crap ton of money, like they were not living the lifestyle that I desired to have. Like, yeah, they were making, um, they were a multi-million dollar business owner. In the same breath, they were working constantly. They, laptops were never closed. Like I could tell that they were exhausted. And it's like, you look at the light, like, it's like, yeah, I can show you how to grow, but you want to make sure that you're growing with somebody who also like is hopefully living the, the, growing in a way that you want to grow. So that's another important caveat. Like I'm really big, like a huge reason of why I started my business is because I want to be able to take two, three, four week vacations completely unplugged. You know, I'm able to do that in my business. I'm able to leave for 15 days or be traveling for an entire month. And my team knows how to maintain my business. I've been able to grow my business to that point where in a way, it's it's really about understanding the way in which you want to grow. And then thirdly, you want to make sure that you invest with somebody where your values are aligned. Because if somebody's teaching you and saying, hey, you need to do X, Y, and Z. And if you don't trust them, if you don't believe them, you're going to have a really, you're going to have a more challenging time of implementing what they've taught. So at least that's what I've learned through my experience. And I think those are important things for you to consider. But like, as I'm in this season, I'm trying to look at, okay, not if I'm going to invest in myself, not if I'm going to have coaching. I know that I am. It's just a matter of who who am I going to be receiving that support from. Um, so there's there's support from a coaching and a mastermind perspective because um, that's just kind of where I'm at in my business. I don't necessarily, I'm not at a point, it'll either be, um, it'll probably be a coaching program. I love group environments um, mainly because like the person who's when you're investing in a process and not in a personality, there's so much more value that you're able to gain because you're able to now leverage the other people who are in the community. You can see, okay, what's working for them, what's working for them and be able to, you know, even though you guys may, may be implementing the same process, you, different people are going to have different perspectives on how they take that process. So it's really valuable for you to be able to learn from a cohort. Um, so that's important for me right now in this season so looking, trying to identify where that investment is going to look like um, personally, trying to find a, a therapist, you know, that will be my only like one-on-one type of coach, I guess you can say that I'll be having, that I can foresee me having in 2019 is like individually, where am I going to be getting that internal support from? Um, and then team, like, you know, I have been really, um, you know, my fiance said this the other day, like your team members should not be looked at as expenses. They are investments. So it's really looking at, okay, during this season in my business, things have changed. What are the responsibilities and like, where do we need to be making more investments in our team members to be able to support the growth that, that we're, that, that we're anticipating to have. So those are all things. And it's like, though, every time I make an investment in myself, nine times out of 10, it like when I make the big when I make the investments that I know will have a huge transformation, they're scary. Like they are scary um, because the, normally the investment 
in like the price point is bigger every single time. Usually that's been my case. But like I said, make an evidence list. And I go back and look at since I started my business, every time I have made an investment in myself and every time I made those investments, those dollar amounts terrified me every single time my business grew every single time because I'm the type of I'm one. I'm willing to be a student. I'm willing to sit in that seat and pull out my notebook and take my notes and watch you know, if it's a video program or whatever, I'm willing to watch the video once to understand the concepts, second to be able to fully like grasp the concepts. And then third, I am a student. I will I will execute. Like that is one thing about me. I don't care where I'm at, I will execute. So I think that's really important factor. Like, you know, sometimes people will make the investment or buy something and they think they're done. It's like, nah, boo-boo, this journey just started. Like it's like going on a trip. Once you buy the flight. You have to buy the flight before you can get to the destination. You have to buy your plane ticket, which is like your cost of entry before you get to wherever your destination is. And then once you buy your ticket, you have to pack. You have to get on the plane. Like you need to get in motion. But every single time, and I had to make an evidence list because as of right now, the options that I'm looking at for the programs that I want to invest in that I really believe and the instructors, I believe um, that we have aligned core values. And I really believe that there'll be individuals that can support me on getting to the next level. These are the biggest investments I've made in myself. And I'm like, I'm not going to lie. Like I am a young thug is a little, a little, I'm shaking a little bit. I'm a little scared for it. But then I'm like, Jay, you can feel these feelings, but like, let's back this up by fact. You know, because what comes to mind, right? You're like, well, am I going to do the work? Is it going to work for me? Um, am I going to get the results? If I make this investment, is it going to flop? Like all these things. And it's like, one, are, are you're worried about not showing up. Like, Jay, when in your life have you not showed up for yourself? Go make an evidence list. When are all the times where, you know, you were in a situation where things weren't really like stable or things were scary and you showed up for yourself? I'm like, I've never not showed up for myself, especially when like, like, you know, what's it called? The road meets the rubber. Like I've always showed up for myself. So why do I think now is going to be something different? Why do I think now when I make the investment, I'm not going to show up. I'm not going to do the work that it's not going to work for me. You have to shift your perspective and like find the evidence where, and I know for me, sometimes when I'm making really big changes in my life. I have to go back and look at where in my past, instead of me focusing on a made up story of what could happen, go focus on what's the reality. Like, where have I done this before? And make it to, to remind myself that I'm capable of this, right? To remind yourself that you're capable of this. So, um, you know, go back and look at that evidence list. Like I, I show up for myself. I'm, you know, it's not that will this work for me? You have to shift your perspective to say, I'm going to do the work until it works, no matter what. Like That's a different commitment level. Are you willing to do the work until it works? Like if, and, and you're not, sometimes I think, well, I'm going to be the special unicorn. It's going to work for everybody else, but it won't work for me. It's like, Bubo, your situation is not, is not that unique. Like I'm not over here inventing the new Tesla. Like nothing of what I'm doing is that unique. You are not a special unicorn. Sometimes we think that we are, but we're really not. Like if this process and this methodology has worked for tens, 10, 20, a hundred people before you, why do you think that when you come in, it's not going to work for you? And I'm like, yeah, like I'm having to coach myself. The things I'm saying to you guys right now are like literally things I was telling myself this morning in my journal. Like, Jay, you are not a special unicorn. You will do the work until it works. It's not a matter of if this will work for you. It's just a matter of, you know, you're like, you have to do the work until it works. 
And then it's like, well, if I make this investment and what if it doesn't work? What if it flops? What if, what if it's a downfall? And that's just part of business, man. Like you have to have a certain risk tolerance to be able to grow your own business. That's just the reality of it because so much of what we do or we have this vision, we have this idea, um, you have this desire to create this change and you have to be willing to bet on yourself before somebody else even may see or understand the vision that you see. And I'm just like, okay. But then I'm like, okay, Jay, go back and look at your evidence list. Based off of every investment you've made in yourself, every program that you've bought, every coach that you've hired, every mastermind that you've joined, what happened when you made the investment? And like, I'll talk about, okay, this is what happened. This is how it made me feel. This is, um, you know, these are the results I was able to get. And I will both do internal results and external results because I think both are valuable. And and part of it is just you have to learn. Like, it's just a learning process. And, and when you really start to shift your perspective on from being in a scarcity mindset, saying, if I spend this money, what happens if I can't get it back? To thinking of an in an abundance mindset, looking at money as just a resource and not as a limited commodity, like, you will start to, your thinking will start to expand. And you will begin to move in a different way. So this is just like, when I say this is like, this is the real deal. This is what's happening at Hawk Coastal headquarters. Like, this is what's going through my mind. Like, this is where I'm at right now. And I can tell that I've grown so much because a year ago, I wouldn't be coaching myself this way. <laughs> like, at all. Like, I wouldn't be having these types of conversations. Like, I, you need to give yourself time to just think. And you need to give yourself time to just process and as you grow and as you learn, you'll start to learn how to coach yourself in situations to help make sure that you're making the best decisions for yourself, not just making the decision that feels safe, safest, not just making the decision that keeps you comfortable, but making the decision that serves you the future version of you, um, not just who you are today. So, yeah, that's 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 what's going on here. <laughs> So that's what I got, guys. That's what's, that's what's really on my heart. That That's just where I'm at. But I hope something of what I said today speaks to you and speaks to maybe where you're at right now in your season. And a lot of the things that I just said that I'm like using the questions that I'm asking myself, doing my evidence list, really evaluating the things that I'm investing in. Like when you get to a point where you have to make these types of decisions and you need help with the thought process through that, this is literally what I'm doing. This is what's working for me. And feel free to like, you know, apply this to yourself, you know? And I, cause I look at it like this. If I knew everything I needed to know to be where I wanted to be, I would be there right now. I would be there right now. Like, you know, if I knew how to build a seven figure business today, the business would be at seven figures today. And even though I can conceptualize what may need to take place for me to get there, like I can map it out, I can crunch the numbers, but a large part of it is not just how do I get there, who do I need to become to get there? And I'm currently right now, I'm, I'm in the process of becoming that person, but that's why, you know, it's so important to, to be able to evaluate yourself saying, like, if, if you knew, like people like, well, I, I know how to get there, I don't need no help. I don't need to be um, bringing nobody on my team. I'm good. Solo, dolo, ride or die with myself. Like, bruh, all you're going to do is ride and die by yourself. Because if you knew what you needed to know, if you knew not just what you need to know logically, but if you knew how to become the person you need to become to experience the result that you want to have, you would already be there. 
you would already be there. And if you're not where you want to be, there's no shame in it. But it's just like I, God put multiple millions and billions of people on this earth for a reason. We need each other. We have, like, And you investing in somebody else is investing in the kingdom ultimately. Because if they're being obedient to their calling, like their purpose may be to fill whatever gap you have. And that's why you're investing in them. Like it's you're investing in the kingdom. The kingdom is investing in you. He built us to be in community. He built us to be dependent on each other. He built us to rely on each other. So like, what makes you think you're anything different? Like, you guys get what I'm saying? What makes you think you're anything different? That like, you're going to be able to get to the promised land just by yourself. Like that's arrogance and ego. And it's just delusional because it's just not real. So it's like, look at your evidence list of where have you had, like for you to get to where you are right now, what did you have to, like, who did you need on your team to help you get there? If you have a job right now, and maybe you went to school to get the degree to get that job. Like you've had dozens of mentors, dozens of coaches. Every one of your teachers was a shepherd along your journey, right? So it's just like so much is paralleled for you and your business. So much of that is true for you and your business. Like if you went period for you to be the citizen you are today, you've had a teacher since kindergarten. Every one of those teachers was a shepherd along your journey. The um, admissions person at the school was a shepherd along your journey. Like your friends that you were able to develop relationships with the coaches that you've worked with in sports or, you know, um, in athletics, like all these things are just part of the process. So don't look at it as like, dang, I got to get this person my money. It's like, no, is this the right person that I need to be investing in? Are they being obedient to their calling? Like it's just you investing in the kingdom. That's all it is. So I just don't, 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 don't sell yourself short, y'all. Don't be selling yourself a dream half off now. Like keep it, keep it, keep it a hundred. If you don't keep it a hundred with anybody else, keep it a hundred with you. Just be real with you. Okay. You got to be real with you. So um, this is what I do. Okay. This is literally, this is how I process through making certain decisions um, in my business and like stepping into decisions of discomfort intentionally. So I can truly experience the abundance that God has for me. Hey there, Hawk Hustler. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening today. If you are ready to turn your side hustle selling services into a profitable online coaching or consulting business, visit jerishahawk.com backslash workshop. Within just one hour of this free masterclass, yes, free 99, you will have a proven framework to convert not just better clients, but more clients who are willing to pay top dollar consistently. Visit jerishahawk.com backslash workshop and I will see you there.